0: Who am I to get on social media? Who's going to want to watch me? Throw it out
1: the window. What does that mean? You're not doing enough.
0: I'm not going to just do what she's doing. I
1: don't give a crap anymore, okay?
0: So Let's kind of back up here a second.
1: I just wanted to be number one. Whatever. Well, I'm stable. I ended up starting OnlyFans because I ended up doing Twitch for like a year And a lot of my friends were like, you should just kind of go into OnlyFans. I don't know why. It wasn't in a weird way either because like when I say that, they're like, oh, what did they want to see? But no, not a thought like that at all. But they like heard a whole bunch of girls like making a whole bunch of money and also like ambitious girls actually making it like big. And I've always been kind of ambitious. I've always done sales like ever since I became an adult, even before I um, I actually did door-to-door sales for like two years and I was number one in both companies I worked for. Um, so they were like, well, this is kind of like sales, but a little like spicy. So <laughs> I think you'd be really good at that. And I started building up a brand on Twitch uh, through gaming. And then I only streamed, like I didn't do really any social media work. I tried to do YouTube here and there, um, but then I took like two months and really pushed on my socials, um, doing like photo shoots and whatnot. And then I did a hard launch in June and I just kind of been doing OnlyFans since then.
0: I think like the the fact that you've done door-to-door sales, I think gives people, anybody who's done that kind of sales has like a huge advantage because just the fact that you have to, and so much time in the face of rejection and people just slamming the doors in your face and stuff like that. I actually did door to door sales um, wow. for a couple of years doing home improvement, like um, basically pitching, you know, energy efficient windows and stuff like that. What, what, oh. what were you doing?
1: I did um, energy, uh, like um, like gas and electric supply. So like the green eco friendly like gas and electric. So that's like
0: Do you feel like do you feel like just kind of that exposure therapy of getting so much rejection in that kind of job? Do you feel like that gives you an advantage?
1: Oh yeah, definitely because there'll be guys that will message me, especially like on Instagram or Twitter or whatever and be like, "You're not good enough for this" or blah blah blah. I don't I don't give a crap anymore, okay? After all my door-to-door sale training, um, with the whole rejections and stuff, I really can take anything and just throw it out the window. It's not a big deal for me.
0: And then, so, okay, so you were kind of doing sales. Were there Mm -hmm. any other, like, you know, side hustles or little business type things that you were doing before?
1: Um, Ever since I can remember, I've been a side hustle, like, girly Um, Like even when I was a kid, I would like pitch my own parents um, like, oh, get me this like nice phone or whatever. And I do a whole sales pitch to them. I've always been on side hustles like photography. I even sold like little like bracelets growing up that I made like at school. I've always been like side hustle. Um, I don't know like why, but I just I've always been like that. (laughs) I want to say like Girl Scouts. Okay, that sounds so like bad but like you know when you sell the cookies like that was like my first time oh if you sell so many cookies you're gonna get like this random poster I didn't even care about the poster I just wanted to be number one like that sounds so like bad of me but I've always been like a go-getter and I want to prove people wrong um so overall like the last two or three years I it my drive's just been I want to prove people wrong like I am something and I want to build on that Um, And I think that's what kind of has brought um, my entrepreneurship out is just the drive. I wake up every morning and I'm like, I have to prove this person wrong. I have to. (laughs) And also I have to prove myself wrong because like a lot of times I'm like, oh, no, I like don't deserve what I have. I haven't worked hard enough, but I have to like push through that, you know.
0: Well, you've you've brought it up in the group before is this whole this whole idea of, you know, imposter syndrome and things like that. Um, which for the people that don't know, first explain what, what is that? What does that mean?
1: So imposter syndrome, for me at least, is you are working like super hard. You are hitting your goals. You are like thriving, okay? But for some reason in your head, you've gotten wrapped up saying you you're not doing enough. You're not doing good enough. You don't deserve what you have just random stuff like that kind of like an intrusive thought but like you're really tearing yourself down the numbers are there you can look them like right here I can look and be like yeah I'm hitting my numbers but like for some reason my mind's like no you're not doing good enough so you need to work harder and then you actually just burn yourself out um so that's kind of what imposter syndrome is for me um and then you just kind of feel bad like so I've really had to like kick my butt with that and be like no I am doing good and my husband's been very supportive on like being like no you're doing great like just look at this you're doing so much better than last month so
0: yeah and I think I think it's um, I think and even for the creators that are you know they're just starting out they're not getting any results yet they have a lot of these kind of like limiting beliefs like who am I to get on social media who's going to want to watch me like all these Mm -hmm. kind of thoughts so for the creators that Are like, you know, just getting started, or they don't really have results yet, and they're maybe having some of these limiting beliefs or imposter syndrome. Do you have any like, um, do you have any like mental hacks or tricks that you use to kind of overcome that?
1: Yeah, I also like to listen to a lot of podcasts, kind of like this. I've binge watched all these <laughs> but i also like to watch other like only fans um models and creators like their um like the six month update or the month update you know what they're doing and kind of see like it took them a minute to like climb so you're like okay you're not you're not struggling you're fine just keep working and you'll you'll be fine
0: were there any situations where you were really kind of beating yourself up and you were having trouble, like, getting out of that mindset?
1: Yeah, I definitely have been feeling it the last week or so. Um, I don't know, like, if we're going to touch on this later, but I ended up having a couple reels go viral, and um, the explosion it has had on my OnlyFans has really made me, like, where'd this all come from? And also, the biggest fear for me is it's all going to go away tomorrow. So, like, I guess imposter syndrome for me also is, like, the fear of just it's gone. You know what I mean? Like, it's here, but it's already gone. So, I think the last week or so, especially since I've been sick and I haven't been able to make any content, I've just been reposting stuff and repurposing things. I'm like, I'm not making good stuff. Like, I'm not making top grade stuff. Why is this going viral? Why Why am I gaining um, and then like people keep commenting or they text me and be like, "I love your content." I'm like, "I'm so glad you love it because I thought it was shit, <laughs> but that's great." So I think overall, this last week has been a lot, but like doing this podcast has definitely been like a like I made it. You know what I mean? Like people are asking for my opinion, and I just love that because I really want to help people. So
0: but you had a pretty fast rise to <laughs> rise <laughs> yeah. to fame, kind of because you. You know, when you first joined the group, well, just to give everybody some context, let's kind of back up here a second. Um, when you, when you first joined the group, where were you at then and where are you at now?
1: So when I first joined the group, I actually, so I moved. I bought a house and I took about three weeks off of OnlyFans and social media. I did not plan to take that long, but I was very burned out. The moving was very emotional. We've had a lot, like, of high emotions for the whole move. So I took a three-week break, and when I joined the group, I was, like, I was losing hard. I, like, lost, like, 250 subs, like, because I took a three-week break off. Um, I think when I first joined the group, oh I think I joined in September, September, October, I was, like... I was like an 8%. I, I'm going to safely say that. Um, but I was around top like 1.8% like before my break. And then I dropped down all the way to 8%. And then today, I actually just hit 1.1%. 1. 1, 1. Um, so I'm back and some. So nice. it's taken about a month.
0: Wow. And so, yeah. OK, so you you already had kind of a decent little infrastructure built, um, right. but just for for people that are new and they don't really understand what relation the percent means. Right. In terms of dollars, what is eight? How much are you making at eight percent versus how much are you making at one point whatever? One point one percent.
1: OK, I'm going to give you the exact numbers because like I have it all right here. Um, okay. So in October, I took my big break. I took like three weeks off and I did, I made $3,500 after OnlyFans took out. So around 4,400. Um, and that was like, I wasn't doing anything for October. I was, I wasn't posting. Um, I kept getting people like tipping me to pay like for already stuff I already had, like on the site. Um, but like I didn't, I wasn't on my phone at all for like October. And then for this month, um, for November, which we're almost done with, um, last night I just hit $12,000 after OnlyFans took out, so $15,000 before OnlyFans takes out. So oh, wow. it's, yeah, <laughs> it's been a big increase. Um, but I was kind of close there before I even went viral on Instagram. Um, I have a really, really strong work ethic. And so I as soon as I went back, um, I started back on like a Monday and I was like working 12 hours today, shooting content, planning content, YouTube videos, everything.
0: And you just started going viral recently on Instagram. By the way, if you want to learn the best systems and strategies to grow your social media and really level up your skills to get more fans consistently, be sure to check the link down in the description below or you can scan the QR code on the screen here. Remember, average skills are going to give you average results and average is not going to pay your bills in this business. It's up to you to master these skills and learn how to properly promote your account if you want to see real results. Long-term success in the business. And now, back to the podcast. Um, Which is another kind of big thing. As soon as creators start going viral, you start to see a lot of haters in the comment section. So tell me kind of how you deal with that. I mean, it it typically comes from kind of like, you know, a lot of the red pill community that seem to be the modern day, you know, witch hunters of the comment section.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everything like that. You must have really looked at my Instagram posts then, huh?
0: <laughs> well, well it seems to be a, a pretty common theme among everyone who who goes viral. Um, um, but tell me about that. A lot, you know, a lot of creators have a really tough time dealing, you know, as soon as they go viral and they start getting all the hate, um it starts to really mess with them mentally. So how do you kind of deal with that? I mean, obviously the door to door probably helps a lot, you know, having yeah. dealt with that kind of rejection and stuff in the past but how do you kind of deal with that
1: definitely um i've gotten it a lot last week and honestly like when people talk about haters i thought it was going to be a lot more like not like trying to discount what other people go through um but there's always a block button like i want everyone to know there's always a block button you can block the haters if you really like to I like to mess with them cuz I think it's fun. Um because I can take it. Like I've done the door to door thing. I don't care what they're going to say to me. A lot of it is like, "Oh, you look like really young." And I'm like, "I'm actually 21." Like a lot of them's like, "Oh, you're never going to ha- look at this girl. She's wasted her life. You're never going to have a good relationship. You're never going to have a family." I'm married. I I'm pretty happy. We just bought a house. Um he's been my number one supporter. Um and yeah, I, I don't know where that's coming from too, because like he's in a lot of my pictures. Um, so I don't know why they're like, oh, she's just washed up and like she's never gonna get a man or whatever. Obviously they've never seen me outside of that one post. And that's that's about it. <laughs> I like to mess with them. I mean, that's just kind of it's just how it is. And it brings more comments, which brings more traction if you think of it like that. So
0: Exactly. Well, it's always, you know, when you're whenever you have a post that's getting a ton of hate, you know that it's probably trending in the right direction. That one's gonna make you a lot of money.
1: Right, right, yeah.
0: So what what do you think it is about OnlyFans creators that gets the red pill people so fired up?
1: A lot of it is people are stuck where their parents were or their grandparents were. I think where it comes from is jealousy, because a lot of these guys are You know, they're on Instagram at 3, 4 a.m. just commenting nonstop on my posts. I mean, I don't know what they got going throughout the day, but that don't sound too good.
0: (laughs) Because the main thing is like, you know, between all the hate and the ups and downs of social media, I mean, there's it's a pretty emotional roller coaster. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mentally. How do you sort of, because one of the biggest things that comes up all the time on the pod and talking to everybody, Mm -hmm. is like, you know, going through these different phases of motivation. And especially when you're getting beat down all the time from, oh yeah you know, the algorithm, the social media channels, beating you down, shutting down your accounts, doing all this stuff. And then you got all these, you know, haters in your comment section and there's like a lot of negativity. So how do you kind of like stay motivated and just keep pushing through all that?
1: I was at the bottom, bottom like two years ago, year and a half ago, right? Um, I ended up becoming disabled. I had a, um, I have a chronic illness called POTS, uh, not the fun type of pot, but like you know, like chronically ill POTS. Um, basically, I pass out because my heart rate's always super, super high. It's always tachycardic. Um, like right now, I'm probably at 140 um, beats per minute just sitting here. Um, so I was really, really low. I didn't have a job. Um, I actually got fired from my job. I lost a lot of my family just because of emotional BS, basically um and i was just in bed rotting for like a year because i couldn't get out of bed without passing out hold on one second here you go my cat's about to like freak his shit so (laughs) um but yeah so i was at like the bottom bottom so i remember like when i'm feeling like kind of shitty like yesterday whatever right i just decide in my head i'm like i do a countdown i'm like i'm going to get out of bed in 5 seconds right cuz i can i used to be able to not do that so i do it because i can i was like this 2 years ago i was like this is going to be my whole life it's just bed you know just just being in bed that's my whole life so now looking back i'm like if i was thinking to myself right now 2 years ago i'd be like why am i not up why am i not like pushing right why am I not like getting what I deserve if I can get it now because I couldn't get it then like I'm gonna get it now you know what I mean I hope that makes sense
0: <laughs> yeah definitely so when you're like I don't know anything about that illness what mm-hmm. like, does it make you just tired or does it make you like just oh, yeah. unable to get out of bed or like what actually happens
1: it's a lot so I was in a wheelchair for a year and a half because um it's postural So like when I'm laying flat, my heart rate's like kind of normal, like it's 80. Like that's high for like, you know, just laying down, but it's normal, right? And then when you sit up, it goes up. So like it can go to 120 just sitting up. And then when you're standing, it can go to like 140. I can make it to like 190 beats per minute before passing out. Most people are going to the hospital at 120, 130 if they're just sitting down and like My heart feels like it's about to explode. So basically, um, my whole body just freaks out. Like, I'm nauseous a lot. Like, this last week, I've definitely been flared up. Um, It's still in remission, but I'm, like, flaring up. But, like, I'm nauseous a lot. Um, I'm dizzy a lot. I pass out. Um, I can hear my heartbeat in my ears. um, And I can actually count the beats in my ears. So, um, yeah, it's just a, a big old mess. It feels like you're dying, but... I'm living.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's pretty incredible that because you know, with the amount of work that's involved in this game, which, by the way, for the average person, you know, the the average person's perception of OnlyFans is that if you meet an OnlyFans girl on the street, you kind of just assume that oh, they're making so much money and they just they don't want to work; they just dance around a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) what would you kind of what would you say for, for the people that don't kind of understand everything that goes into sort of the back end of OnlyFans? Um, what would you say to the person who's like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's for lazy people. that don't want to work. They just want to sit around and take pictures all day. What what would be your response to that?
1: So I actually, um, we went out um, uh, with a couple of friends the other day and there was a guy that actually like I told him what I did because I'm not shy about it, like. Um, I told him what he did. I did. And he was like, like, all you do, I wish I could be a girl. I wish I could just take pictures and get money. And I'm like, it is so not that which people think, oh, you're just scheduling out a couple posts. No, if you're posting on Reddit, you're posting like 50 to 70 times a day on Reddit alone. And then you got tweets you got to do. You got TikToks. You got instagram instagram reels and all those you're posting at least five times a day so it's like it's a lot um and then you also have conversations with your fans that are going on throughout the whole day it's not just like oh at five o'clock everyone's gonna start texting no it's throughout the whole day um and then if you're not on top of that then people are like oh where are you um And then you also have Instagram DMs or Twitter DMs. I don't mess with those anymore because they're so flooded. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. I just physically cannot give more time um, to anything. (laughs) So I think overall, um, people don't understand the amount of time um, you actually take to do this job.
0: It came up on one of the previous pod episodes, I think with Leah, because she's kind of done both sides. She's kind of done like, you know, the real jobs, welding and all this kind of stuff. And then so I asked her, you know, what's what what do you think is more difficult? And she's like, that's not even a question, like OnlyFans by far without question, because Mm -hmm. in the context of a normal job, you go to work, you show up, you do your eight hours, and then you can just turn it off after that and just hang out and do do whatever. When in this kind of arena it's there is no nine to five. It's you know, at least twelve 12 12 hours a day um all day with all just the different things but how do you kind of like um because that's one of the biggest struggles with most creators is sort of how to organize their time what to spend their time on how to prioritize things um so kind of well i guess starting with the with the strategy side of things take us through kind of your schedule in terms of marketing um What are the main things that you spend your time doing?
1: The main things are posting. Um, So I try every morning, like when I first like wake up, um, because I have to take a couple minutes, like I cannot jump out of bed right away. But when I first wake up, instead of doing the typical scroll on your phone like everyone else does, I instantly start posting on Reddit. I have a whole um, list of subreddits I post in and they're about 50 i want to say 50 and i go through them i don't post on every single one because some of them are very picky and they're like you can only post once a day and that's a hassle to even like people don't understand posting on reddit is such a hassle because you got to make sure you're abiding by all their rules so i take that and i post every morning after that i um Get up, kind of do my breakfast, do whatever. I actually filmed a little morning in my life of what I do. Um, and that was fun. A lot of people think I do totally different things. Um, like very luxurious things. I don't. I do everything that everyone else does. Um, so then after that I have my breakfast and then I start shooting content because my husband's actually working around that time and I get embarrassed, like shooting content when he's in the house because I'm like, no, don't look at me. Like no stay away so when he's at work i shoot content and then i'm kind of like answering dms throughout the whole day but other than that i'm scheduling posts and at five o'clock i decide to start posting on everything else so like instagram um twitter reddit um, that's usually what i try to do at five o'clock because that's when people are starting to get on their phones because they're home at least for like eastern standard time but you know that's kind of what's been working but recently because of um Kay, Katie I think she just changed her username right um she she told everyone you need to start posting on your stories like throughout the day just random stuff and i was like like why that's not going to get me discoverability like people aren't going to look at my stories but then i started doing it and then i started realizing like when you post on your story you are the first circle that comes up on someone's following feed for at least like a couple minutes. And people be like, Oh, I followed that girl from a reel. What's she up to? And like, they'll click it. And it's just been the biggest like boost to my Instagram too, is just posting on those stories. So overall throughout the day, I guess to answer your question for marketing, um, it's kind of an all day thing. Like I post during the morning, but through it, Through the day, I post on my Instagram stories. And then at night, I'm posting on Reddit and all the other ones again. So kind of an all-day thing. I grind a lot.
0: (laughs) Between all the different stuff, right? Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you know, all these things. Mm -hmm. What would you say is like, if you could only do one, what would you say is like the biggest driver of fans to your page?
1: It's really hard to choose just one because it used to be Reddit. I started, so how I actually started doing OnlyFans, which I suggest to everyone, is take two months beforehand and go ham on every single social media platform. And then two weeks before you launch your OnlyFans, then start saying, oh, I'm thinking about doing an OnlyFans, blah, blah, blah. Used to be Reddit right? I used to get so many fans from Reddit, but then they had like this Reddit blackout, I guess you would call it, where all these subreddits were kind of like gone for some reason. Um, So that kind of died. But then it took me a while to find another one. Twitter was doing really good. But now Instagram has been everything for me. Like I've ended up going from a thousand followers to 20,000. I just hit 20,000 followers and it's been a whole week since that's happened. So Instagram is what my choice would be now, but I don't know what's going to happen to Instagram in the next couple of weeks. And that's kind of something a big struggle with um, creators is you have to constantly be finding the next best thing because you don't know when your good thing right now is just going to become nothing in like a month or two. So...
0: For you, is there any certain style or type of content that you've noticed to work over and over? Or is it kind of just random stuff, slot machine?
1: I post a lot of, like, jean content. Like, like jeans, like pants. Um, and, like, booty. I don't know if I can say that on YouTube, but, like, I'm saying it. Booty jeans, like, make your booty pop and post it on a reel and it's been immaculate. But another thing is just me sitting here, and I'd be sitting here, and I'd be doing this like like that. Put it on Instagram Reel, have the, um, go on Instagram, you can actually find like viral sounds. Um, Put the sound over it on a video. That's kind of all I've been doing. I have a couple hashtags that's helped, like um, models or jeans, jean content, Stuff like that. But another thing that's been really helping is making sure you're writing like a whole story in your caption. Like, you want to be asking them questions. You want to tell them what you did today. Even if it's kind of not rel- relative to the video, you're going to be like, I'm having such a great Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's the keyword there. You know what I mean? Like, people are searching for Thanksgiving this last week. I'm having such a great Thanksgiving. What are you doing for Black Friday? Another keyword. Um, it can be random stuff if you really like it to be, but I know what my um, fans have been liking And It's just like a little, just that. Like, it's a little bit more advanced, but basically that.
0: <laughs> I think it's easy for creators to get really discouraged kind of going back into what we were talking about before. When they see somebody like you who's getting a ton of views on that type of content, they try to do it themselves. It doesn't really work for them. And then they start beating themselves up. Oh, I don't look. Right. That. Nobody wants to watch me all this kind of stuff. And I think people need to kind of realize that it doesn't have anything to do with, you know, you don't look under this, whatever. It's just certain styles just click for certain creators. And so before you even start, you need to go into it kind of with the mindset of, okay, I'm not going to just do what she's doing. And then if that doesn't work, it doesn't work. No, you need to go into it. Like, okay, I'm going to test a hundred of these different styles and maybe one or two of them will kind of fall into place. Um, Did it kind of work like that for you? Did you have to test a lot of stuff first to kind of figure that out or did it just kind of work?
1: I never really tested out any other like niches because I kind of already built a brand up um, before I launched. So I always wanted to stick with the girl next door niche ever since then because it worked for me first try, I guess. But I also did Twitch. So I had a little bit of a background in like, You know, I'm a gamer girl and that didn't work that, you know, for me, it didn't work because I don't do like the makeup. I don't understand makeup. Um, I had my friend just try to help me do my makeup and it was we don't understand it. So (laughs) um, so I can't do the e-girl like I want to do the eyeliner like, oh, my God, those girls look so pretty with like their super like cat eye eyeliner and like makeup. I can't do that. So that niche did not work out for me at all so I guess I did try that one
0: <laughs> another big topic that comes up all the time is is your actual setup so I'm curious about you know your the actual things that you're using like do you have multiple phones do you go you know how do you actually go about creating videos are you filming those in app are you using cap cut are you you know filming on your camera roll or what's kind of like your actual process and devices and you know stuff like that
1: I think I'm a hot mess I think I think that's kind of how it is. Um, I have one car- I have one phone. Um, it has cracks on the screen. It's not a big deal. Uh, I don't like to buy stuff if my stuff is still working. So I just have one phone. It kind of needs more storage, so I'm gonna update that. I have one tripod. I have like two lights that were from Walmart, um, and I do have like airbnbs booked every now and then for like super big lingerie photos for my only fans but other than that um i kind of i'm kind of a hot mess i just film what i want to film i keep it very natural i keep it very um oh what's authentic i'm very authentic with my stuff um i like to film on snapchat just because my camera like is really weird like on my actual phone like it's just it's weird for some reason, but it looks really good on Snapchat. So I film on Snapchat and then I take it over to the um to like Instagram and I cut it down. Um, but other than that, that's kind of what I do. And then I do Cap Cut for like my OnlyFans content. Um, if I'm filming so much, then I cut it all and edit it all on Cap Cut. But Well I think it's
0: it's important because I think a lot of people sort of overthink or overcomplicate the process for the people that are not in the United States. It's a little bit different because a lot of them, right. You know, they're trying to hit a U.S. market and stuff like that, which is understandable, but that's just one thing that just comes up over and over and over again is I need a proxy. I need a SIM. I need a thousand different phones and all this stuff. So I like asking that question because it's usually the same answer. I don't use proxy. I don't use Mm -hmm. (laughs) a million phones and all that stuff. So, um, now you uh you recently started your YouTube channel. With your current YouTube strategy, do you have a do you have a kind of path or a strategy in mind of what you're going to be doing with that channel?
1: Yeah, I really I want to grow it mostly because I want to help other creators. Um I don't want to just sit on what I know. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to sit here and know what I know and not be able to give it to others because I feel like that's just a waste. Like, um, I can't just hoard all this knowledge. So the big thing for my YouTube is I want to do just educational OnlyFans content, um, but also like try on hauls and vlogs and like what I did today. Um, Just kind of like throwing everything out there um, and just posting because I used to be like, oh, I have to make this really well productive like production of videos and I have to edit them perfectly or no one's gonna watch them. And I'm like, you know what? As long as I'm getting content out there instead of stressing, like just just make the content and post it out there.
0: Yeah, I think one of the biggest things with YouTube is most people in general don't like the way that they sound on camera. They don't like the way that they look on camera. They get, you know, self-conscious. Was that a thing for you or did, were you just kind of like whatever?
1: So, because I didn't twitch for so long I do not like the way I sound I used to have a microphone um that like kind of changed my voice and like I like that voice you know but then I lost that microphone and so I couldn't use that microphone anymore so I had to get used to my natural voice but then also doing OnlyFans so many people are like I love your voice I love your accent I'm like I don't have an accent what are you talking about um But they're like, I love your voice, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) like, thanks. (laughs) So I've kind of just like learned how to like, I don't know, people like it, so just just keep it, you know, like, and if they don't like it, fuck them, you know, like, you can bleep that out too. If I'm not allowed to say that, but yeah, that don't don't give a crap if people don't like your voice. Like, I don't even think people think about that.
0: I mean, it's, it's pretty common that we are our own worst critics and nobody right. else thinks that way in terms of, um, you know, I don't like my voice, but nobody else gives a shit about it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. So that's the case most of the time. Another kind of thing that's a hot topic right now is like all of the OnlyFans alternatives. So do you use any of the alternatives like Slushy or Fansly and all this kind of
1: stuff? It's very difficult because like i've tried slushy i know that people are like slushy's so good you need to just like jump and do it and i'm like i love it i love it because i'm growing on there but it's just so much of a pain because i don't like the way their vault systems laid out i also because of only fans having a vault i deleted like a lot of my content because it's already on a vault on OnlyFans to like save storage. So now it's like I have to refilm or like get a whole bunch of new content for this platform. I can't just repurpose what I've already used on OnlyFans. So that's been a mess. Also their scheduling is just not like I don't, it's a lot. It's a lot extra on top of what I'm already doing. But I really do want to get on that. Um, I know Snapchat's also been, like, a thing that's been talked about. Um, But I just, I'm so happy and comfortable on OnlyFans. And I'm just living where I am right now. Like, I'm not going to add anything extra on me right now. Maybe in another month. But, like, I'm happy where I am. So I'm just going to stay here for, like, another month and get, like, settled into my new house before I start adding a whole bunch. So. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think... The biggest, like the thing that I always try to kind of explain is it's not so much about all the cool little features and it does this and it does that. At the end of the day, um, you know, most users understand OnlyFans. They already have their credit card linked up with OnlyFans. And when you're trying to kind of promote these other sites, the problem is. Most people haven't heard of them. They have to put in their name. They have to put in their email. They have to put in their credit card. They have to do all of these things just to get a subscriber versus if you're sending somebody to OnlyFans, they click one button and that's all they have to do uh, because most people already have an account. And so I think a lot of people get caught up with, you know, oh, and, you know, Slushy does this or it has this feature. Or it does that and this and this and that. Well, that's great. But at the end of the day, it's still extremely hard to get subscribers on a lot. Of it's
1: overwhelming videos.
0: too. It's... Yeah. It just, it adds a lot of work to your plate. So you have, yeah. kind of, you, know, you have to weigh out the pros and cons. Here's how much extra time I now have to spend mm-hmm. versus, you know, how much money is that actually making me and all that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, I guess, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where you have to weigh out the pros and cons, but Personally, I think it's more effective to do what you're doing and just, you know, focus specifically on what's getting the most results, which is OnlyFans as of right now. Now, do you have like um, with OnlyFans, is there any other businesses on outside of OnlyFans? Like, is is this a means to an end for a future goal or is OnlyFans kind of the main thing?
1: Well, my future goal is actually to go into, um, like, investing in properties. Uh, Me and my husband are very, like, entrepreneur. So he he does um, truck driving for a concrete plant. So he is, like, he's not gone a lot right now. But in spring, he's going to be gone, like, a lot because it picks up. So we're very, like, we don't want to be doing the full grind all our lives. So we want to start investing into some properties. Right now, the market's crazy. I can't believe we bought this house. Like, it's just crazy. But eventually, the I guess the end goal, the retirement goal, is to own a couple properties um, or be flipping properties. Um, It just kind of depends on where we want to go. I also do, I'm still thinking about getting my real estate uh, license, but because of the success I've had from OnlyFans, I'd be, if I wanted to do real estate, I'd be taking probably a pay cut. So there'd be like no real point to do it um, because OnlyFans is just fun for me. Like it's different every day. I can go wherever and be wherever. And I hated doing door. I love doing door to door sales. I actually was never like the person that's like, I hate this. But I also did hate it because I had to be outside no matter what from these times. I couldn't do it any other time. And I don't like to be controlled like that. I I'm a free spirited person, so.
0: Right, gotcha. Okay, cool. So, I'll, so what I'll do, I'll have your um, your YouTube and stuff linked below. What are kind of the best social channels for you?
1: Um, the best ones, like if any, like other creators want to get a hold of me, would be Twitter because those DMs are dry. So <laughs> I don't like. Now I'm saying that. I'm, like people are gonna be messaging me like crazy, probably. But the guys haven't found my twit- Twitter DM. So if you're like a creator and you want to talk to me, Twitter. But um, but yeah, Instagram. If you want to check out what I'm doing on Instagram, great. But my I no one can get a hold of me there. Um, I also do have an email, a business email, if anyone's willing to really reach out. I do kind of want to start a mentorship program. People have been asking me to do it and I've been really thinking about it. So if I get a couple other creators that are really interested in doing it, I might pull the trigger and actually go through with it. Awesome.
0: Okay, and then so the the last question I always finish off with everyone, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be?
1: It's going to be okay. (laughs) I worried a lot. Like, um, you're going to get out of the bed You're gonna get going and you're gonna, you're gonna make a shit ton of money and it's all gonna be worth it. And everyone who has made you sad is gonna be really, really upset that they didn't stick with you.